and welcome to the Limitless Landscapers podcast. I'm Paula and today I'm here with Kim. She runs an accountancy firm, which sounds very boring, but it is all tailored towards helping landscapers and horticultural businesses in the industry. So I think you'll find this a very interesting episode. So let's get over to the show. As the founder of the Landscaper Circle and the Limitless Landscapers podcast, I am here to help you get more money, time and freedom to make your life and business truly limitless. Through my experiences as the owner of a garden design and landscaping business and through tried and tested methods, if you want help with the marketing, managing and growing of your business, then you are in the right place. If you are a landscaper, garden designer, horticultural business or a supplier to the industry, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, let's get back to the show. So thank you, Kim, for coming on today. We've spoken before and we have the same target market, really. We're all about helping landscapers, designers and horticultural businesses in the industry. So I'll pass over to you first so you can give a bit of background about yourself, your business and, yeah, basically how, how you help us. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Paula. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, as you say, my name is Kim Soans and I run Soans Accountancy Services. Now, we are a bookkeeping and accountancy practice which specialises in helping landscape gardening businesses. Now, we started working with our first landscaper over 10 years ago now and it actually happened by accident. So he was starting his business as I was starting mine. We were old school friends and he'd heard that I was starting an accountancy business and he asked me if I would do his accounts for him and it all really started from there so then it really organically grew so we got some more landscapers on board and I began to think actually these are really good clients they're really great people to work with so then we started to kind of grow our client base in that industry really and you know we're over 10 years down the line now and we work with many many landscape gardening businesses and so I can share information on what I've known have gone well and not so well in the past with other clients so it just works really well yeah sounds it and obviously we love the industry so <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you're working with a lot of landscapers and, and uh, gardeners and that what do you find are, like the main pain points that you come across when they basically why do they come to you in the first place because obviously not every accountant is the same <laughs> No, that's right. And we work quite differently from other accountancy businesses. But to kind of answer your question, I am extremely um, passionate about like empowering landscape gardeners, um, gardening business owners to know their numbers and to be able to use those numbers um, to make good business decisions. And what the way we do that and help them do that is the foundation that we put in place first, and that is the bookkeeping. So the bookkeeping underpins everything. That gives us the ability to know how much they've turned over. So if they're not yet back registered, that information is crucial because landscaping gardening businesses quite quickly get up to that VAT threshold and then also so we've got looking at the profit in the business that needs to be looked at on a regular basis because obviously the business needs to be profitable to be viable and then also the profit and the cash I always think equal measures so it's important to look at the profit and what has happened to then make um, good dis- business decisions going forward um, how you can be more profitable how you can carry on being as profitable or if you're not making a profit how are you going to change that how are you going to kind of make a profit and that's when you kind of 
dive deeper into the figures to look at what's going right and what's going wrong and how can you kind of move further to doing the right things. Yeah. And then the cash flow, completely different. You'd need to make sure you're great if you're making a profit, but the, the money needs to come into the business. So we need to be looking at the cash, making sure those customers are paying on time, looking at your terms, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I, I definitely know that. I mean, from working in the landscape circle with a lot of landscapers, designers and horticultural businesses, the first thing I try and get them to do is set up a cash flow forecast because it's something that a lot of people still don't get their head around. And it's, yet, you know, it's so important for any business. Yeah. But I think where, where their landscapers first, business owner second, it takes kind of a backseat. And it's not until someone says to them, oh, you've got to look at this, um, that they do anything with it. Definitely. And I think it is a hard concept to grasp the dis difference between your accounts and what has happened and then the ca cash flow um, and forecasting kind of money coming in and money going out. But as you say, it's crucial. You need to look after your business to be able to run your business because to run your business, you need to be covering all your overheads, being able to have cash in the bank to pay for the materials, you pay for your labourers, you need to make sure that money's in the bank at the end of the month. So it's absolutely vital that you kind of put that time in. And, you know, that's what businesses like mine are there to do, make it as easy as possible for you to just, you know, have a look at the high level figures because all the foundations are in place for you. And we actually provide a service called business progress planning. So it's designed for landscape gardening business owners who are trying to grow their businesses. Yeah. And you can, sometimes I've worked with landscape gardening business owners on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis. But what we do is we do a set of management accounts and then we have a meeting and we discuss kind of what has gone well and what hasn't gone so well and what um, plans to put in place and then we also look at the cash flow and can do cash flow forecasting and during the cash flow forecasting we can look at kind of scenarios yep. so what if scenarios so what if I was to take on another team yeah if I was to buy another van and we can build it out to see kind of in 12 months time what would that look at look like in in kind of a cash flow basis yeah. And I think that's really powerful kind of information to know because it's hard to know, like to predict the future um, yeah. of the business finances without kind of having the foundations in place and looking at the numbers. Yeah, 100%. Um, numbers are key. Definitely. <laughs> Even though you don't want to look at it. <laughs> no. And some of my clients, to a point, have it all in their head. Yeah. But there's only a certain point you can get to with doing that really because then it gets too big and you just can't keep it all in your head otherwise you explode really yeah uh, 100% I mean we've made in my landscape business we've made all our decisions based on a cash flow forecast and doing what if scenarios I did that for ages just planning out teams um, whether we could afford a yard you know all of these things that you just you expected to make a decision on and if you haven't got the numbers or the forecasting available, how can you make an actually informed decision? How, how can you do that? Yeah, no, you can't, can you? No. So the, the numbers are key, absolutely key. The first thing that I actually do when we do these business progress planning meetings, the first thing that I usually do in the first meeting is we look at getting a um, break-even sales target figure. Yep. Now, what that means is 
So if you're if you've seen a profit and loss, so you, at the end, you know, at the, at the end of your uh, accounting year, your accountant may have given you a profit and loss with your tax return or whatever, or you may, you know, you may already look at it on a monthly or, you know, six monthly or whatever basis. So you may be familiar with their profit and loss, but what a profit and loss report is and how it's formatted is so you have the sales, you turn over at the top. Then it deducts your direct costs, your direct labor, your direct materials, and then it deducts your overheads. So what I do is turn that on its head and we look at calculating what your overheads are because they're going to be generally very similar each month. Yeah. Then we're going to look at how much average on average you pay out on direct costs so your material purchases labor then we're going to put a figure in for your own wage as well because that's really important because as business owners we're not running it as a hobby are we we, we want a, a salary out of it a wage out of it and then when you add up all those items they're, they're the costs to run your business and that then becomes your sales target to break even. So knowing that number means that you know what you've got to make each month to make the business viable. And yep. so you've got to make at least that amount and kind of anything over and above. It obviously is great because that's yep. profit then, but at least you've got a cut target then. You've got a, a number to reach. Yep. So I am actually in a few couple of weeks time doing a webinar to talk about this yeah. and to go into a bit more of a deep dive into how you do that. So if you'd That'd like to cool. join the webinar, yeah. <laughs> go for it. When is it on? It's on Wednesday, 30th of March. Cool. And to join, if you go over to Instagram, so my Instagram handle is Sones Accounts and Sones is spelled S-O-N-E-S, accounts or one word. Uh, there'll be tons of information on it on the run up. Cool. Obviously you'll be able to sign up. Cool. I'll put your Instagram handle and everything oh, in the show notes anyway, so people can get in touch and go to that webinar because it sounds like a really good place to start for anyone who's thinking about their numbers and know they have to do something about it, but they probably haven't got round to it or yeah. they're too busy. I mean, we're all crazy busy at the moment. So it'd be well worth attending the webinar just to see what it all means to start them off, really. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And as you said earlier about accountants and bookkeepers working in different ways, we have come up with a kind of systemized approach to the bookkeeping because we want to make it as painless as possible, really, um, for landscape gardening businesses. So for our own clients, give them an app called Dex. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. they get an app on their phone where they can take pictures and upload their receipts and then they get an email where they can forward in kind of e invoices that yeah, come yeah. to their inbox and really getting in the habit of doing that that it just makes it very much less kind of painful no longer do you have to kind of keep bags of receipts and pass them on it's literally snap and, and chuck away and then we could do the bookkeeping from there and then we use a system called zero which you've yep. probably heard of because I think yep. a lot of people use it this these days and the bookkeeping is done on zero and that's where then they can go in if they're inclined to do so they can look at their own management information in there you know some of my clients do do that and then obviously uh, for other clients that don't aren't that way inclined they like a bit more of a kind of meeting to talk yeah. about those numbers then we, we can provide that as well but I just think that whoever you choose to work with with regards to bookkeeping and accountancy whether you've got somebody to do it at home or you've got a friend that's a bookkeeper just get it done just don't don't bury your head in the sand and let it all build up as soon as you can get that you know the system running then I just think it, it helps you sleep at night knowing your figures, really. 
Yeah, hundred percent. You can't <clears throat> grow a business if you don't look at your figures. That's yeah. the key. And so many people focus on turnover. And I, someone once said, turnover is vanity, profit is sanity. And it's so yeah. true. But so many people just ask, what's your turnover? What's your turnover? Well, does it really matter? You could have a massive turnover and still be not running in a profit if you're, you don't know that. That's right. Yeah, that is exactly right. And I think it's thinking about having a strategy around the numbers. So yeah. yes, you want to grow your business and grow the turnover, but you do want to make a profit. Now, initially, if you are wanting to grow your business, you might be reinvesting money into the business. So the, the, the profit might be low. However, as long as it's a strategic approach, because eventually re this reinvestment is going to help you make more money and make more profit, it's the profit that's key. Yeah, now, you might not 100%. be making it at the moment, but is that because you're strategically putting money back into the business to help it grow to then eventually make more, more, more money? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, definitely. It's looking at the figures, making kind of strategic business decisions for your company moving forward. Yeah, That's it's really definitely key. a way forward. And so many people don't even have accountants or bookkeepers and they try and do it all themselves. And I think that's one thing I outsource straight away because yeah. I was like, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> No, I think that we, I mean, we all run business. We run businesses as well yeah. as our clients. So we know what it's like. And from my point of view, I will outsource everything that I can that's not within my, uh, you know, not what I want to do. genius. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. I completely agree. So even to the point that we've now got a cleaner at home because... Next on my list, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, we, me and my husband both work full time, long hours, and we were spending Saturday mornings cleaning. And I was just like, oh, really? And actually, yeah. sometimes on a Saturday, I do work as well because, you know, we're all busy. Yeah. So actually, let's outsource this because I'd rather work a Saturday morning than clean my house on a Saturday morning. Yeah. I'd rather work that Saturday, get the money to pay the cleaner. <laughs> I was taught a long time ago during my business journey in basically the value of time. So some people, you've got to work out, should you be doing the £10 jobs or should you be doing the £200 an hour jobs? Do you get what yeah. I mean? So you like you building your business, work on your business, that's like a, you know, £200 an hour job. Mm. Whereas cleaning is a £10 an hour job that you could actually outsource and you could earn that extra cash Absolutely. quite quickly. And I think some people don't get that. They're still stuck in this. Well, I've got to do everything. I don't want to delegate it. It could be some kind of, some people struggle with giving up control and that's fine. Yeah. But I think it is think working out what, what are you worth? Cause if you are like, like still doing the 10 pound an hour jobs, what a waste of your time. If you're actual in your zone of genius, you can create much more money and much more abundance in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's when I'm talking about a strategic approach to kind of looking at your numbers and your business, that all comes into it, doesn't it? Yeah. Where are you making the most money? And are you pricing right for, you know, yeah. the jobs that you want to get? And if you are finding clients are kind of arguing over fees, well, are they the right clients? Are you looking in the right places for, yeah. for, for your clients? So yeah, it's definitely something to take a step back and look at the business as a whole and look at where you want to be working, where it's making you the most money and then where you can bring resources in to help you, you know, run your business and make it more successful, really. Yeah. And that all links back to the cash flow because obviously then they can mm. make decisions on outsourcing and whether they Absolutely. can afford it because you know that in the cash flow forecast and, and the figures that you've already put time and energy into. So, yeah, I think I love, <laughs> I don't love figures. 
you probably love figures. I, love I don't figures. love figures, <laughs> but I love them because of the information they give you. I love the fact that they can yeah. give you that empowerment to do things, make decisions, grow a business, you know, like you say, making strategic decisions based on facts. A lot of people do still say, well, I think I get about 10 grand a month in, or I think I make 30% profit. I think this and everything's a mm. thought rather than actually sat down going through the figures. Yeah, it needs to be a, I know, you know, I've, yeah. I've looked at the figures and this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree. I, I absolutely love looking with my clients, kind of the strategy and the cash flow and, and looking what was happening in the management accounts. That's what I thrive on. Yeah. Um, so that's what I love to do. We've got a team here. So I've got a team around me that helps with the kind of day-to-day -day management of the bookkeeping and bits around the kind of VAT, helping me kind of prepare those. But yeah, so it's looking at what you do that kind of lights you up. What do you yeah. love to do? What do you want to, you know, jump out of bed in the morning and go to work and not have that horrible Sunday night feeling, oh, I'll get up again. Yeah. And I think as business owners, we can choose that, that, you know, we can structure our businesses around what we want to do and then bring people in to do the other bits that are necessary in the business to yeah. help us do what we want to do in that business. 100%. 100%. Right. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's my pleasure. pleasure. It's been really good. And thank like I said, that's all right. And I'll put all the links in the show notes. So if anyone wants to get in touch with Kim, please do. And obviously attend the webinar on the 30th of March. And I will see you guys on the next episode of the Limitless Landscapes podcast. So thank you for listening, guys. Bye.